Will Deshaun Watson get suspended? We have some news on that front. Plus, Baker Mayfield, where is he going to end up? Drew Brees and Tom Brady both in the news. What year is it? It's the age of the 40-plus-year-olds. We'll get into all that and so much more on a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, NFL fans, and welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. I'm James Zerpine. No Tony Wiggins this week. My co-host is out and get well soon, Tony. He's been dealing with... Uh, some health issues. We hope to have him back uh, as soon as possible. And most of all, Tony, we hope that you start feeling better soon. That being said, the show goes on. Tony sent me a message this morning saying, hey, man, you're going to have to go solo. And I said, all right, let's go solo. Let's knock this thing out. And we are going to by talking about quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks, uh, starting with Deshaun Watson. But first, thank you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you're following along. Subscribe on YouTube as well and leave us a five-star review so more NFL fans will find us daily as we bring you the latest and greatest NFL news, even during the offseason, even when OTAs are the best possible thing or the only really football thing. And yet today we're not going to talk about OTAs much because uh, the news, it starts with, Deshaun Watson. And on Tuesday, Ed Werder, uh, formerly of ESPN, NFL insider, uh, reporting that the first direct meetings between the NFL investigative team and, led by Lisa Friedel, or Friel, excuse me, and the Browns uh, quarterback, Deshaun Watson, they started in Texas. The league seeks to determine if he violated the NFL's personal conduct policy and whether discipline should be imposed. And honestly, I'm sure you're aware now of the Deshaun Watson news of what he's facing off the field, uh, the sexual assault allegations um, that, that 22 different women, all civil, there's no criminal charges filed against Deshaun Watson, but 22 different cases that he's facing. And look, to me more and more, like the fact that the NFL is, is meeting with Watson and his reps today, uh, on Tuesday rather, and started there, probably going to meet into Wednesday as you're listening to this. I think the NFL is like, look, we know that these civil cases aren't going to be solved, that they're still going to be out there, but we can't just let Deshaun Watson just stroll back out onto the field until they're solved, until uh, they come to a conclusion. I shouldn't say solved, until they're ended, until it's over, whatever the, the case, however he settles them or whatever happens. Uh, so to me, if you're a Browns fan today, and not that you haven't been nervous since acquiring Deshaun Watson or um, going after Deshaun Watson and eventually getting him, but there's a chance in my eyes, just looking at this, this isn't necessarily uh, a situation that we've seen before. And you could look at other uh, issues that, that players have faced, but I don't think there's a precedent for this because Ben Roethlisberger, I know that situation. It was a long time ago. People don't remember. We're talking about one woman here. I'm not talking about 22. And that's stuff from a 
an outside of football standpoint, a criminal standpoint, a civil standpoint, all of those things was solved. Well, if you're waiting for 22 different cases to get solved, it could take some time. And at the same time, do you think the NFL is really comfortable letting Deshaun Watson trot out there week one? I would be shocked at that. And so I look at it and I think he's going to get suspended twice unless he can get these civil cases resolved. And, and all right, and all 22 of them, not 11 of them, all 22 of them, then he's potentially facing a suspension this season strictly because it violated the personal conduct policy. And we'll see what the league determines there with Lisa Frill. At the same time, that's certainly the, the path that I feel like it's going down. And then if the civil cases are looming, then odds are we're going to get more details and we're going to, to see what happens. But there's a chance that you get suspended again next off season or next season, excuse me, once those cases are resolved, much like the Ben Roethlisberger's and, and, and people like that, that the precedent has been there. Once the legal ramifications come down, then the NFL acts. I don't think they can wait here. I think they're going to have to make a decision. I think they're going to have to suspend Deshaun Watson because are you going to let him play week one, week five, week seven, week 10? And I'm not saying he should be suspended for the entire year. I'm not saying that. But if this doesn't violate the league's, just these accusations, and it's not from one woman, again, 22 different parties. If, and there were more, in 22 stand right now. If that doesn't violate the conduct policy, what does? And that's what I keep coming back to. And so Deshaun Watson, I would be shocked if he's out there week one. I know he plans on taking the Browns offense to the the Bahamas. And I actually like that part of it. I think that's smart by Deshaun because you have to get to know these guys, get to know your teammates. You know that a suspension is probably coming. I would be preparing myself for a suspension um, in everything that goes along with it. At the same time, when you do return to the field, you need these guys to trust you, to buy in, all of those things. So I understand that. It's, it's a juggling act. But ultimately, I look at this thousand-foot view, would not surprise me if Watson suspended, let's say, two games this year, four games this year, and another couple games or more, depending on what comes out next year, unless he can resolve these cases. And I think that's the part of it that uh, is TBD, and uh, we're going to wait and see if that happens. We'll obviously have the latest on this as it goes. But again, uh, the NFL investigative team looking into Deshaun Watson, they've done that for a long time, right? But now they're meeting with him, reviewing everything. I would be surprised if he wasn't suspended. We'll see. If he gets suspended up next, Deshaun Watson, well, he's replacing who? Baker Mayfield. What should Baker Mayfield do to get out of this weird, crazy, wild situation that he's in with the Cleveland Browns? I'm going to answer that question, and I think I have the right answer. But first, a word from Built Bar, the number one protein bar on the planet. If you haven't had a Built Bar, well, you need to get Built Bars in your life because every single bar is covered in 100% chocolate. They're high in protein, they're low in sugar, they're low in calories. And right now, you can get a birthday cake puff. You, what is that? What are birthday cake puffs? Well, they're marshmallow, protein-infused marshmallows, all right? And, and I had a birthday cake puff right before the show because I worked out this morning, had to go to the Bengals stadium, and life gets busy, right? 
Well, the best part about Built Bars, including the birthday cake puffs, is you could take them on the go. They're covered in 100% white chocolate, which is awesome. Switch it up. Tastes just like birthday cake, and they're high in protein. They're low in calories. They're low in sugar. They're perfect for you. So check them out right now at Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. And it's not just birthday cake. It's any of their flavors. They got nine flavors plus the limited edition flavors that are coming your way all the time at built.com. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Baker Mayfield is is one of those people that a lot of people love him, a lot of people dislike him. And I covered him in Cleveland uh, for about two years, including the, the Freddie Kitchens year for part of his rookie year and then the Freddie Kitchens year, which was obviously uh, a tough year for him. And he rebounded from that and led the Browns to the playoffs. Um, he's faced adversity before and found a way to, to get out of it. But the thing that I noticed with Mayfield this offseason specifically, it, in, in really during the season, there's a lot of finger pointing, right? It was Odell's fault. And then oh, four coaches, four years, and then this and this and this. And, and I understand it. It isn't all Baker's fault. But he needs to, and I think this is the answer to fixing all of these issues. I mentioned Deshaun Watson taking the entire offense to the Bahamas. Well, you know who's not going, obviously, Baker Mayfield. Well, guess what? If I'm Baker, honestly, I'd show up to everything. I'd show up to every voluntary workout. I'd certainly be in attendance at training camp. If I'm on the Browns roster, I'd show up. And I'd let everybody know, and I wouldn't be loud about it, but I'd let everybody know just by my presence that, oh yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm practicing. I'm working out. I'm in good shape. My shoulder's good to go. I would be doing that because a lot of times in life where you are, the job you're in, that's not your end goal. Very few of us have reached our end goal or our perfect dream job. Now me, I love what I do, but not that has not always been the case, right? In in my media foray and in, in going into the media and trying to establish myself in this wild, wild world that is sports media and sports journalism, I worked at a hospital full-time overnight to help pay bills because you don't make anything in sports radio. And that's where I got my start. Uh, I worked in insurance through college, property and casualty, got licensed. And as a 19-year-old, right, that's what I was doing. 21-year-old, that's what I was doing. 22-year-old, that's what I was doing. And I was doing sports stuff on the side because, well, I could not keep myself upright. And a lot of people do that. I'm no exception. And not, not just in sports media, in a lot of different fields, through grad school, through all these different things. And they do it. Why? With the long-term vision. It's painful. It sucks. There were multiple times where I'd work overnight at the hospital and then I'd go straight to the radio station and work there all day. I mean, you're talking... You're up 24 hours straight easy, and that's it, right? And you're working a lot of those hours. So it's tough. Um, but you do it, why? With the end goal in mind. Sucks in the moment, end goal in mind. And I think that's where Baker Mayfield uh, is right now. It would suck in the moment to go to Berea, which is right outside of Cleveland, in, in the Cleveland Browns facilities. Go to Berea, Ohio, and say, oh, yeah, I'm reporting for camp. Andrew Barry, sir. Kevin Stefanski, sir. I know that guy right there is the guy you replaced him and you made him, uh, you know, the highest paid quarterback of all time, guaranteeing his, I, I get how painful that would be. I also think he might need to do that. Remind everybody that you are a number one pick. Remind everybody 
that you are Baker Mayfield. Remind everybody that you have that chip on your shoulder. Remind everybody that you're still around. Because if you're on that Browns roster and you don't show up, well, then it's the same old attitude Baker. Same old kid who doesn't get it Baker. Same old. No, no, no. Cut it out. Just show up. I'd show up. I'd take every rep that I got. And I get it, man. But if you do that, if you're on the roster come training camp and you do that, everybody across the league team, oh, is Baker a little bit more mature? Does he get it? Because that's the part. That's why he's not on a team right now, if you ask me. Maturity um, in, in, in lack thereof, to be quite frank, in these situations, in the way he's responded to adversity. Now, we have seen big picture him respond the right way. 2019, where they fall apart with Freddie Kitchens. 2020, they come back. Baker leads them to the playoffs. But if you remember all those different things that he did during that Freddie Kitchens year, it was a wild, ridiculous ride. And I was covering it where, you know, they, they go to Denver, they lose, and he shaves his mustache, at, you know, at halftime and does this and comes out in weird outfits. And there was just all these things that were being observed. And it's a maturity thing. Show the league that you're mature. Show the league right now that you can handle it while you're going through it. It's easy to have, you know, a fresh slate and, and, and respond with Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry. It's completely different to do it in the moment. And so that 2019 to 2020 transition, he's responded to adversity before, but not like this. And so if I'm Baker Mayfield, what do you do? You force their hand. You make them uncomfortable. I'm going to show up. I'm going to do my job. And that's it. And whatever they ask him to do, I would do. You're going to make $18.5 million, dude. And I don't think they plan on paying you all that. I think they plan on at some point moving you. And so force their hand a bit. Go on the offensive. Don't keep backpedaling. Don't keep finger pointing. Head down, grind that walk-on mentality that you had at Oklahoma, that you took into the NFL. And that, honestly, it's been a shaky start for you NFL-wise. I get it, Baker. That's what you do. I think that's uh, part of why. And look, his agent might not say that. Um, and, and he played through injury last year, and he shouldn't have because it really cost him. It hurt his stock, all of those things. I understand it. But if you're healthy, show the league you're healthy. Show the league mentally you're ready, you're dialed in, you're mature, and you're ready to go. And you'll get moved. You'll get to a destination that wants you versus one that, well, let's be honest, they feel like they're stuck with you. Up next, a lot of people would want to be stuck with Tom Brady, a lot of people would like to roast Tom Brady. You're not going to believe what uh, Tom Brady signed up for. And I think a lot of you would uh, want to be a part of this. But first, a word from Bet Online, your one stop shop for all things sports betting, whether it's the 2022 NFL season, whether it is the NBA playoffs, which are in full swing now, Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. Whew. I'm hoping, this is what I'm hoping for, a Warriors-Celtics finals. But you know what I use bet online to do? To bet on the Warriors and Mavericks to both win the Western Conference before the playoffs start. Who are, who's left? Oh, it's the Mavericks and the Warriors. I just looked at the odds at bet online and I was like, oh, well, they have great players. You know, great player in Luka Doncic. I really like the Warriors. Depth, all of those things. I was like, I might throw a little money in the ring there. And I did at Bet Online, and now I'm going to cash in, and you can too. Don't delay. It's not just NBA, baseball, NFL, 
college football around the corner. You got to sign up right now at Bet Online. See all the different props and odds that they have to offer and start wagering today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Tom Brady. How many of you have been critical of Tom Brady over the years? See, I, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. I, I, I don't hide it. I don't run from it. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see over my right shoulder, there's a picture of Tom Brady. It is autographed, and it's from probably 20 or 2002-ish. All right, the dude's been good for, for two-thirds of my life, right, in the NFL. And so when I look at Tom Brady and I think of Tom Brady, I don't think of negative stuff, but a lot of people do. And I think this is crazy. If, if you've seen this, Tom Brady is going to be roasted on the Netflix uh, show, uh, Greatest Roast of All Time. And this goes hand in hand with the, the news we actually talked about last week with him signing a $375 million 10-year deal with Fox Sports to be their uh, color analyst, their lead color analyst for NFL games and promote the network and, you know, whatever else that entails. Cause I'm sure it entails more than just calling a couple football games. Cause man, dude got paid. Speaking of dream jobs. Um, that being said, Tom Brady is going to be great at that. And he's going to be great in his post career, whatever he is. And this is an example of it because he's willing to laugh at himself and he works hard and he does all those things, but you don't sign up for the greatest roast of all time, unless you're willing to, well, I'm sure he did it because it's going to get plenty of money. But unless you're willing to get absolutely crushed, think about the things that could get brought up, right? We're talking about 20 plus years of Tom Brady. Deflategate's going to get brought up. Spygate's going to get brought up. The fact that he's a cheater is going to get brought up. The fact that he has had plastic surgery is going to get brought up. The fact that he wants to be a modern day Jack Lane, it's going to be brought up. The fact that he buys into all this really weird, all right, we're doing this um, the stretching of the muscles and that's what's going to happen. This pliability stuff, like, all that stuff is going to be brought up. Oh, by the way, his NFL combine stuff is going to be brought up where he ran like a, a baby deer with a giant parachute on his back. Like all of these things are going to get talked about and Brady's going to laugh about them. And that's the type of attitude that you have to have in this business in the sports business. Uh, so many people in, in this business get are thin-skinned and they can't handle it when someone on Twitter crushes them or rips them. It, well, what has Brady done on social media? He's poked fun at himself time and time and time again. And there'll be times where he releases hype videos and post playoff win videos where he's hyping stuff up, right? And he's letting everybody know how great he is. I get that. There are also times where he makes fun of himself and there's a good balance there. And I think that balance is needed to be successful in broadcasting, specifically sports broadcasting. When you're a former athlete, you're not going to just go in there and like Drew Brees, he didn't say anything. Well, if Brady's willing to make fun of himself, then guess what? He's going to set the precedent that he can say whatever the hell he wants about anybody. He wants to rip a quarterback. He's going to do it. Why? Because, uh, well, he got roasted and acknowledges this and talks about this, and and it goes hand in hand. And so I, I think the key to Brady being good in the booth is going to be him being critical and being willing to say stuff that other people aren't, stuff that he sees that other people can't, right? And so if that happens, 
then I think he's going to be great at it. And this is an example. If you're going to let people roast you, then I, I think we're going to see another side of Brady that we didn't see with the Patriots that we started to see with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but you can't fully unleash it until you're done playing. And I, that's the part of it. That's why I would buy that stock. If there was bet online odds on whether or not Tom Brady was going to be a great sports broadcaster as part of the NFL on Fox team, I, I would bet on it. it because I, I think you're going to, it's going to be Brady unleashed. Like I said last week, it's going to be a, a different version of him. And I think it's really cool that Tom Brady, the greatest roast of all time, um, Brady is the executive producer of the series, which again, smart, smart. I just, uh, I, I, but I, to me, you're promoting your own product, but you're willing to laugh at yourself. And that part of it is awesome. And it, it's set the debut in 2023. So it's not like it's going to come out next week or anything like that, but that is damn cool. And that's the other thing here. So with this set in 2023, so only got one year left on his Buccaneers deal. This could be it. This could be one last ride for Tom Brady. It will be quite interesting to see uh, if it's it. Uh, Drew Brees, by the way, his last ride was a few years ago. I don't think he's coming back. I never bought any of that. I thought it was kind of funny that people were like, oh, Drew Brees coming back? He said he'd love to play with those dudes. And who wouldn't? That Saints roster is pretty damn good. I mean, they had Tyron Matthew. They go get Jarvis Landry, two dudes that are just, honestly, they're killers. In a good way, you want killers on the football field. I remember when Tyron Matthew came out and you watched him at LSU. And I, that was my first like draft crush where I was like all in, like, holy crap, Tyron Matthew should be a first round pick. People talked about his size, his, you know, he got uh, expelled from LSU, the weed thing, whatever, dude. He's a baller. And guess what? He balled out. Uh, over the past decade, Jarvis Landry, sort of the same thing. Can't it doesn't run super fast, but he's a baller and, and is going to help that team. If Drew Brees, if this was five years ago, the Saints would be one of the Super Bowl favorites because Drew Brees would be the quarterback, and he'd still have some juice left. This Drew Brees does not have juice left. Just had shoulder surgery. Uh, would be on the physically unable to perform list according to Ed Warder until probably September October. So never really bought it. Love the idea of it if it was 33-year-old Drew Brees or 38-year-old Drew Brees, 43-year-old Drew Brees. I love Drew. Uh, got to meet him probably five years ago or so. Instantly commanded the room. You could feel it. It's like, man, this dude. That being said, um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if he can get another sports broadcasting gig. That, that would be one thing. And say what other people aren't willing to say. Say what you see, Drew. If you do that, I think you could be all right. Not going to be as good as Tom Brady when he gets into the booth because I think he's going to be one of the best. Everyone loves Romo. I think Romo slipped over the past year. I think Tom Brady's coming for that throne. We'll see if he can do it right now. If I had to rank him, Troy Aikman is number one. He had a really good year in 2021. We'll see if he can, now that he's joined ESPN, if he can keep that throne, if Tony Romo will take it back, or if Tom Brady will just take that crown in a couple of years. Regardless, I appreciate you for listening on a special Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL, a solo edition with me, James Rapine. We'll see if Tony Wiggins is back next week. Regardless, Tony, feel better, bro. And uh, make sure if you do tweet Tony to let him know that you hope he feels better. So shout out to you for listening. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to Locked On NFL.